0: This is Life in Progress, a therapy podcast with your host, Navart Wilborn. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and we're going to be having some honest conversations about life struggles, both the day-to-day struggles and more serious hardships. Please remember that this podcast and all affiliated programs are not a substitute for therapy. So if you're struggling, please reach out to a therapist in your area and get the support you need. Thanks for joining me. Hey everyone. Thanks for joining me today. So anyone who's in a relationship knows that communication is really, really important. And honestly, I think that's the, one of the main things that we say we want to work on when we're trying to improve our relationship. And that's something that a lot of people say coming into counseling, you know, if they're here to work on any kind of couple related thing, it's usually communication is at like one of the top things on the list that they want to work on. And so I there's you know, so many aspects of communication that we can get into, and we will, and I kind of want to take it piece by piece over time, but I think first, it's really important to define what communication is, and I think it's there are some, um, some basic aspects of communication, I think, that we can all agree on that are important. And then there are certain things that are going to be specific to a relationship. You know, some people in a relationship, let's say there's a couple over here who has some difficulty with communication in one area of their marriage or their relationship, but then another couple over here won't really struggle with that. It's not something they deal with. They're on the same page with that. And so it's not important to them. And so I think first we have to figure out what is our definition of communication? And obviously there's, you know, the basic definition, which is talking to each other. You know, the way we speak to each other is a form of communication, but there's verbal communication, there's nonverbal communication. So what I say with my mouth is how I verbally communicate, but then there are all kinds of um, nonverbal ways to communicate. It's my body language, my facial expressions, um, even sometimes the tone that you use, like, yeah, it's verbal, it's coming out of your mouth, but it's, you know, it's I guess that would count. as not as verbal, but like to me, I feel like tone sometimes can count as both because it comes with facial. Like tone and face sometimes go together, um, but sometimes non nonverbal communication can just be like silent treatment or you know not responding at all for a little while and responding later or giving you know zero response, and then it can be also um, you know ignoring. Those are nonverbal. It's a, a nonverbal communication, but. <clears throat> For some people, it's, you know, hey, the way we speak, the verbal things that we say to each other, we got to work on that. We don't speak well to each other. We don't, we're not kind to each other. We're not polite to each other. Or we just, you know, I don't maybe say things in a way that you understand what I'm saying. Like, I think I'm saying it one way, but you're hearing it a different way. And maybe you're filtering it through your own emotions so it doesn't come across that way. Um and so that's important. You know, that's one of the definitions. But then sometimes it's just kind of, for some people, it's not what's being said. It's how it's being said. It's when you're having conversations. Sometimes you could say things in the best possible way, but it's just the wrong time to be having that conversation, maybe feelings are still activated, someone's in a bad mood, and it's just not the right time to have a conversation about something like that. Or sometimes it's cracking a joke at a time where you're supposed to be serious and or being sarcastic. Sarcasm is a big part of communication, and honestly, it's typically pretty destructive. Very rarely will you find that sarcasm is a healthy form of communication, and I have people argue with me about that all the time, where they say, oh, but that's just how we joke around with each other, and I'm like, that's fine, except for the fact that most people who use sarcasm heavily will, will very much admit that it can hurt feelings, and it can be used in a way that is too far too much, And because sarcasm is usually something that's used to, it's a, a way to say something using humor, to cover up the actual feeling that you have, because saying it directly is probably going to be either really serious or put you in a vulnerable state or potentially hurt feelings. And so we joke about it. We say it in a sarcastic way, hoping that the effect is easier, but really it (laughs) tends to just cause more problems. So... Each one of these things, I I think I want to get into those topics um, separately in episodes, but today I just kind of wanted to introduce that to you and really make you think about what is the communication style that you have in your relationship? Are you a good communicator individually? Like on a personal level, do you feel like you are a good communicator? And if you are, Or if you think you are, what is it that you do that makes you a good communicator? And you can think of this in terms of your communication with your significant other, but also your children, your family members, your friends, like any relationship that you're in, are you a good communicator? And is it possible that you think you're better than you actually are? Do people sometimes express to you that you said something wrong or you're really your timing is bad or you're too sarcastic? And if that's the case really want you to open your eyes, start maybe paying a little bit more attention to how do people receive your communication? Is it coming across the way you mean for it? Or do you find that you say things a certain way and then others seem to get their feelings hurt? Now, sometimes those other people could be a little too sensitive and that might be why they're getting their feelings hurt. But sometimes you might actually be saying something in a way that's not well done um, and your words or your delivery is actually causing the problem. So what is your communication style? Are you really good with words or are you really awful at forming words? Because I know a lot of people who know what they want to say. They know how they feel. They just don't know how to put it into words or when they start talking, they get emotional and maybe they cry or they get angry because they don't like the feeling of being vulnerable, so they, they lash out. Um, there are some people that just are so much better in writing. They like to write how they feel, but that's not always, you know, it's not always a mode of communication that is acceptable. You may not be able to write how you feel to someone that you may need to have a face-to-face conversation with. So, be thinking about, you know, what is your style? What are you comfortable with? What do you have to work on? What are some, what's some feedback that you get from other people in your life? And how do you want to improve? And then I want you to think about the person that you have in mind as your relationship partner, whether it's your significant other, your child, your parent, your friend. What is their communication style? Are they communicating in a way that works for you? Do they, When they say how they feel, do you feel like it, do you understand where they're coming from? Or do you feel like you just can't ever get where what they're saying? Or they always seem aggressive in the way they communicate? Or they always cry and it annoys you? Or they're just too, um, they talk too much and you just feel like you're getting lectured? Um, Or they just don't express enough and you're frustrated that you don't understand what they're saying or what they feel. Um, And again, are you a lecturer? Are you too short, too long? All that, you know, it goes both ways. So I do, I want you to kind of spend the next few days thinking about who you are as a communicator in the relationships that you're in, who the people that you're in a relationship with are in terms of how they communicate, and is there room for improvement? And I would say everyone should be saying yes. I, I feel like I'm a fantastic communicator, but there's always room for improvement. There's always things that I have to work on where I'm like, hey, you know, I should have said that differently. That didn't come out the way I wanted it to. Um, I, you know, I waited too long to say how I felt, or I didn't say how I felt at all. And, and I'm thinking of relationships across the board in my life. There's always room for growth. And I will always have room for growth no matter how hard I work on this. There will always be an improvement that's possible. And I will continue to work on it because it's important to me. It's important that the poli- the people that I'm in a relationship with are spoken to well because I expect to be speak- spoken to well. I expect to be respected. I expect to provide respect. Like, all of these things are so important. And if, I'm, if it's important to me, then I'm never going to stop working on it. But... I think this is something that should be important to absolutely everyone. We are social beings. It's just how we are as humans. It's in our nature to interact socially with others. And so interaction requires communication. There's no way around it. That's what sets us apart from lots of other animals, mammals, all of that. It's our ability to communicate. But it's up to us to be better at it, to try to be better, to work on it, to be good communicators. And every single person listening to this right now instantly can, if I say, can you think of a time where you and your significant other didn't communicate well? you're going to think of something immediately. It happens all the time. You and your kid may have had a, mis- a disagreement or you, you know, your kid was telling you they did something. You assumed they did something else and you didn't listen to them or they didn't listen to you and they didn't do what they were told. Like all of this is communication. And so um, I want you to, to raise the level of importance of communication in your life. If it's something that's kind of hanging out down here at the bottom of the barrel of importance, you got to pay attention to it. I guarantee you it is something that is very, very important in your life, in everyone's life. And if you are not prioritizing being a good communicator, you need to. And if your significant other is not a good communicator, this is something that you guys may need to talk about. You may need to have a very honest conversation about the fact that there are some gaps in the way that you communicate where you're not... Um, you're not doing it well. And so the things I want to cover, I guess we're going to call this maybe a series, right? So I want to do an episode about each one of these things, and I'm going to try to bring in some other people to talk about this with me, other therapists and professionals, excuse me. But um, I want you to think, and there are lots of other topics within this, but again, I want you to think about if you are a, are you a silent treatment giver? Are you an ignorer? Are you you passive-aggressive in the way that you talk where you don't really answer questions directly? Instead, you kind of make backhanded comments to make the other person know that you're upset. Are you um, sarcastic? Are you pretty open about how you feel or do you hold back? Do you overshare how you feel and maybe not listen very well? Um, Do you ask open-ended questions to hear how the other person feels, or are you just making assumptions all the time about how they feel? Do you give your kids a chance to talk, or are you the ultimate authority that does not allow children to express how they feel? Um, Do other people's feelings matter, or do you really forget to consider that other people have maybe a different perspective than you do? Do you assume that you're right all the time and don't really give a chance for other people to, to show you that you've made a mistake? Um, do you get angry in your communication and snap and lash out? Do you Are you a yeller? Do you scream? Do you feel like yelling at the people who aren't listening to you is the only way to get them to listen? Um, are you the kind of person that um, cusses uses bad language when you talk to people to express your anger or frustration you know and then there's you know, there's lots of other things to go with that But then there's the positives you know are you are you patient are you respectful do you use I statements instead of you statements where you don't blame other people but you own how you feel and that one's one that we'll talk about too but um, do you give other people a chance to talk Do you make sure that you don't interrupt people? Are you um, considerate of how other people feel? Are you going into a conversation ready to listen and try to understand, not just wait for the other person to stop talking so that you can make your point? Um, Are you uh, mindful of your tone? Are you mindful of your body language? Do you make eye contact or do you try to, you know, look at your phone while you're talking to someone and not really giving them the respect of eye contact. So again, so many more things that can go into that. But those are some of the things that I want to go deeper into. And honestly, in my experience as a therapist, that is like the topic of communication, this big old umbrella of, of communication. It Encompasses so many things that lead to why people struggle in day to day. Whether it's because they're suffering with something, they're struggling with something that's bothering them silently because they don't know how to talk about it, they don't know who to talk about it to, they're not great at expressing themselves, or maybe because They feel really unheard and like misunderstood, or just not that the person they're in a relationship doesn't care about what they think because of the communication issues, or they don't even realize there's something bothering them because they don't open up like they're there, know something's bothering them internally, but they don't know what it is because they don't try to talk it out. There's no one that they open up to. Um, so many things, so it's and then, of course, in relationships, there's the obvious like. If you just don't communicate well, if you're rude to each other. A lot of people, and this is a good topic we'll get into also, there are so many people that um, the way they treat strangers or colleagues or someone that they're not close to is so much more respectful than the way they treat or the way they talk to family members, significant others, close friends. And that's something that a lot of people comment on and, and bring up as an issue where they're like, you're so much nicer to this guy that you work with or this woman that you work with than you are to me. You talk, hear you talking to them on the phone, and you're so respectful even when you're frustrated and someone's messed up. But when you talk to me, you yell at me. You speak to me like I'm a child. Like it's it's such a difference for so many people, and that is one of the com- most common things that I hear. Um, and I think you know the reason that's a good topic to go into is because it's so common. But also there's it kind of ties into this. Safety, security that we feel in close relationships, almost like we don't have to be kind to each other because I know that you're not going anywhere. Like you're here, you're with me so I can say whatever I want because I have this false security that you're not leaving when really you're pushing the other person away. So all of this to say, I really, really want to challenge you to go on this journey with me where we delve deep into communication and figure out What are you doing right? What are you doing wrong? And then what can you do to encourage your significant other or your child or your friend to work on this with you? Because ultimately it takes two to have a relationship and it takes two to build good communication. You can be the most amazing communicator on your own, and that's gonna get you really, really far. But there are some limits to what that change, what change could happen or can be created in a relationship if you're the only one working on it, right? And so come with me on this journey. Let's do this because I I have learned over the years how to be a better communicator, and that is in large part because I am a super sensitive person, and when people say things to me without thinking it through, without filtering it, if it's really raw and hurtful, that impacts me. I may not show it, but on the inside, I'm taking it in, and I'm putting it somewhere maybe that it doesn't need to go. I'm reading too much into it, And, and I had to work on that. I had to learn the difference between who is being mean to me on purpose and what do I do with that versus who's just talking to me in a way that's not intended to be mean but it just didn't come out right and I took it a very different way than they intended because of my maybe own insecurities or own sensitivities and so I had to learn how to talk you know respond in a way that was like hey that hurt my feelings I know that you love me I know you probably didn't mean to say it like that but this is how it came across can we talk about it and that has such a different impact or a a result than if I just take it and I stew on it and I assume you're just being a jerk and now I'm just thinking of all these things I want to say to make you feel bad because you made me feel bad and then it just goes downward from there Um, and so learning how to communicate well because I'm sensitive I started really really paying attention to how I was coming across really working on trying to hear it in my own head for a split second before it comes out of my mouth? Am I saying it the way I want to say it? Is this coming across calm, you know, kindly, calmly, even if I'm having a confrontation with someone, am I saying it in a way that I want to say it, where I maintain my class and my dignity and I'm being the respectful person I want to be, even if the person in front of me maybe is a jerk and doesn't deserve a lot of respect, but it's about me and being the kind of person I want to be. And also just remembering this other person, you know, I don't need to make, if I feel bad about what they did to me, I don't need to return that. That makes me feel bad later. Um, And so I really started working on how am I hearing it in my head before it comes out of my mouth? I am responsible for what I say. I should have a filter and um, so that was really important to me and I, I want it to be important to you I want you to care about how you talk to other people because I do know a lot of people who don't care and either they don't care because they were raised in a kind of had an upbringing where they weren't taught that or they just really don't like people and they don't think that people deserve respect or they're so guided by their own emotions that they don't stop to think about you know consequences of their actions or how they speak Um, Or some people just don't have good self-control or the desire for a filter. And there are some people that legitimately have some, um, whether it's a cognitive uh, difficulty or a mental health difficulty that prevents them from being very filtered and they just are very blunt. Um, So that's a little bit of a different topic, but for for people who really just need to work on it, that's what we're kind of talking about. Someone who needs to just make more of an effort and work on this. So... I hope that that kind of gives you some things to think about, an opener for you to really decide that this is something you want to work on. It will make a difference in any relationship you want to work on. So let's do this. Okay. Thanks for being with me today. Have a good day. Bye.